Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Celebration starts. The New Jersey Devils for the third time in their history have won the Stanley Cup. The Devils three. The Ducks nothing. Devils Stanley Cup champions. Right through. A pick block by Steve Gleason. It is scooped and scored by Curtis DeLoach. Hi, welcome to Ballpark Bros, the show about sports. That's right, that's Tom, I'm Mike, and there's nobody else with us today. Yep, we're all on our own, we're big boys now. We stole the keys to the car, and we're off. Uh, we're just going to dive right into the NFL today. Uh, I'm just going to power through some games that were kind of meaningless. So, uh, 90% we, of them. Before we get into the playoff stuff. Uh, Thursday night, the uh, Broncos beat the Colts 25-13. to uh, Brock Osweiler, 194 yards and two touchdowns after coming in for an injured uh, Trevor Simeon. C.J. Anderson had 158 carries on 30 yards. Uh, it, uh, it appears Simeon will miss the final two weeks of the season. Yes. Uh, I'd like him to go to Paxton Lynch and see what he can do uh, for the rest of the year, but uh, that remains to be seen. They may just push ahead with the uh, Osweiler. And then draft someone. They're going to get a good draft. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll be up there. Um, the uh, Redskins defeated the Cardinals 20-15. to 15. Both teams are now 6-8. and eight. Um, Neither one making the playoffs. Uh, and uh, the Eagles stayed on top of the NFC, uh, defeating the Giants 34-29. to 29. Just... Nick Foles, uh, 237 yards, four touchdowns, filling in for the uh, injured Carson Wentz. Elon Manning, 434 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, the Vikings stayed on top in the NFC North, actually clinched the NFC North with a 34-7 win over the Bengals. Uh, Case Keenum, 236 yards and two touchdowns. The Saints stayed on top of the NFC South, winning 31-19 against the Jets. Uh, Bryce Petty, 179 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Uh, we do apologize for the uh, background noise. Neither of us know how to work the soundboard. <laughs> that is true. So there's going to be some furnace sounds and, and things like that, maybe a dog or two. Everybody loves dogs, though. It's all right. Um, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars clinched a playoff spot by beating the Texans 45-7. to Blake Bortles threw for 326 yards and three touchdowns. Um, the, uh, the 49ers upsetting the Titans 25-23. to 
Jimmy Garoppolo, 381 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Robbie Gould, six field goals on the day. Uh, if the 49ers would have made this trade at the beginning, at of, the beginning year? of the year, they could have been competitive. Maybe not for a playoff spot, but they could have finished 7-9 and nine to 9-7. Nine and seven. Yeah, but they would have ruined their draft status, so they're, which they're doing they're now. They're doing that right now. I mean, they're still going to be ahead of, uh, you know, a good number of teams, but yeah. as it stands, they well, they obviously don't need to draft a quarterback anymore. Right. Um, they're going to miss out on some top-flight defensive players, too. Yeah, it's it's a three-game winning streak for them, um, and it actually pushes the uh, Cleveland Browns who already are uh, one loss away from sealing the number one pick, uh, pushes them closer to having two top five picks. Uh, the Browns lost another one, 27-10 to the Ravens. Uh, Kaiser had two more interceptions and another fumble, which I believe brings them to 25 turnovers on the year. Uh, there's, there's promise, but it's going to be the same old story nothing around a young quarterback and he's going to falter so uh, the Ravens control their own destiny as far as the playoffs go uh, if they win out they are in um, the Bills defeated the Dolphins 24-16 keeping them for right now in a playoff spot uh, that's the thing if the season ended today the Ravens aren't in but if they right. win out they are because it will uh, change conference conference standing and whatnot. Um, the uh, kind of skipping around a little bit here, not really going in order. Uh, so I want to, you know, we want to talk about the playoff you picture monster. here in a minute. Uh, the Panthers uh, ended the well, helped end the Packers' playoff hopes uh, with a thirty-one to twenty-four victory. Um, Green Bay had a chance late here, uh, fumble by Geronimo Allison uh, was the final nail in the coffin for them. Cam Newton, 242 I, yards and four touchdowns. I just want to say that, uh, to Christian McCaffrey, you're out there for the onside kick. You're on the hands team. Yeah. You're not on the chest team. That was bad. Yeah, the, uh, the Packers, after pulling pulling to within seven late in the game, uh, a little over, what, two minutes left, uh, onside kick, they recovered it. And, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they were moving, too. Um Aaron Rodgers finished 290 yards, three touchdowns. He did have three interceptions, all three underthrown. Uh, he said he wasn't coming back to save the season. That's not how he played. He played as if he came back to save the season. He he was trying to make throws that he doesn't normally try to make. He was trying to make throws that he knows that he can't make, but he had to try. Yeah. Um, so, I... It's disappointing end of the season. Uh, they they were officially eliminated after last night's game. The Falcons uh, defeating the Buccaneers twenty four to twenty one that officially knocks Green Bay out of the playoff hunt. Um, we'll get into how the Falcons can get in here in a minute. Um, the uh, the Rams defeated the Seahawks forty two seven in Seattle. Crushed them. They yeah. just destroyed them. They were up what thirty four to nothing. Yes, thirty-four to nothing at half. Um, this, yeah, this was this was bad uh, for Seattle. 
Uh, I haven't seen them get beat like this at home in a long, long time. Not uh, since the uh, early 90s. Yeah. Uh, there was... The last score of the game was in the fourth quarter with 10-14 remaining. It was a safety. Oh, boy. Intentional grounding from the end zone on uh, Russell Wilson. Um, the... Uh, the crazy thing is, the Rams did this with only 120 passing yards. Or, I'm sorry, 124. They got four yards from their backup quarterback in garbage time. Um, Russell Wilson finished 40 of thir- 14 of 30 for 142 yards and a touchdown. And Todd Gurley had 152 yards and three touchdowns for the Rams. Uh, the Rams now in the driver's seat in the NFC West, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um the uh, Lions stayed in the playoff hunt, defeating the Bears 20-10. to uh, Matthew Stafford, 237 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, 314 yards, but three interceptions. And on uh, Sunday Night Football, the Cowboys defeated the Raiders 20-17. to uh, The clinching play, a Derek Carr fumble out of the end zone. Uh, out of the end zone he was trying to score in, resulting in a touchback. The dumbest rule in sports. Well. It's dumber than the catch thing. Uh, the uh, Chiefs took a commanding lead in the AFC South, 30-13 uh, to 13 over the Chargers on Saturday night. Uh, win by the Chiefs, and they clinched the division. They, uh, they have the head-to-head on the Chargers uh, with two wins against them, so they would have to lose out, and the Chargers would have to win out for uh, L.A. to take that division. It was disappointing to see the Chargers just kind of fall flat in that game. Yeah, well, and especially because, I mean, going into, you know, Going into the fourth quarter, they were still very much in this game. It yeah, was only, it was only twenty to thirteen, and they're outscored ten to nothing in the fourth. Well, we got a we got a classic performance out of out of Philip Rivers there. When he, when he has a bad day, he has a bad day. Yeah, three interceptions on the day for him, and he just he didn't look good otherwise. Uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, however, seventy eight rushing yards and a touchdown and ninety one receiving yards. Yes, but it was all for naught. Yeah, yep, and Kareem as, Hunt as uh, I got crushed in my fantasy league. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, 155 yards and a touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. The game of the week, and what a lot of people were thinking was going to be the game of the year, did not disappoint. Um, I know it disappointed you, uh, but uh, the New England Patriots uh, took the lead in the AFC by defeating the Steelers 27-24. to uh, Tom Brady, 298 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Ben Roethlisberger, 281 yards, two touchdowns, and the game-ending interception. Uh, came after uh, an apparent touchdown pass to Jesse James was overruled because James lost the ball as he was going to the ground. Um, The dumbest rule in all of sports. No, the touchback rule is way dumber. Way dumber. The dumbest rule that happens frequently in all of sports. That touchback rule has come up a lot in 2017. A lot. But, no, I get it. I get the frustration. Um... For Steelers fans, uh, you know, I've been there a few times. One, uh, but the thing is, they released that little video talking about why it wasn't a catch. And the first thing he says is the receiver, uh, Jesse James, receives the ball rece- like he receives it. He says it's a catch in the video. Yeah, it's well, it, it's a catch until the ball makes contact with the ground on the way down because there was no football move between... There was, if you watch, he brings it towards his body and then reaches over 
the goal line. That's still part of the. And then the ball broke the plane because he never made while a he step. had control. Yeah, he never made a step or a dive because the 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 motion towards the goal line was his own momentum still. So I it was the correct application of the rule. It's just a really really crappy rule. When when we were kids. <laughs> If somebody caught the ball and put it over the goal line, that would have been a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And then they had so much time between the uh, overturning of the call and the next play that they could have drawn up four or five plays to use. Yeah, the, well, for me, the the bigger issue than the catch thing was the... the so after that, they, what, they completed one more pass in the field of play? Yeah. Right? The clock's running down, no more timeouts. Ben Roethlisberger wants to go up and clock the ball, which would have made it then third and goal, correct? Yeah. They would have had two more downs and about 23 seconds, maybe? I think it was less. It Was Was it less than that? It was closer to 10, but maybe like 13 or 14. Enough time for one incomplete pass. Right. Um, the But, uh, well, anyway, the point is uh, Roethlisberger wanted to clock it and... Uh, Todd Haley didn't. Todd Haley did not. Um, and as a result, uh, there was only... Oh, yeah, I guess it would have been way less time. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was going to be like five seconds left. Um, but uh, So they, they would have had one shot on third down. But, yeah, Haley, want, Haley wanted to run a play. As a result, um, who's uh, Eli Rogers? Eli Rogers. Was the only was the only uh, receiver who ran a route on that particular play. Uh, so, so there were seven defenders around him. Yeah, uh, you know, there, yeah, there, there were what two or three guys converging on him, and uh, it gets tipped and intercepted to end the game. Um, and uh, so, as, you know, as we said, that puts that puts New England in the driver's seat in the uh, in the AFC. Um, Enjoy playing the Jaguars, suckers. So, yeah, lo- looking at the AFC playoff picture right now, the Patriots are in. And won their division. The Steelers are in and won their division. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are in. Uh, they will win the division with one more victory. Um, the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, as we said, win and they're in. Um, the Titans, Bills, and Baltimore Ravens. It's uh, it's a bit of a mess. Um, I don't have all the numbers right now, but as we said, if Baltimore wins out, they're in. Even though right now Tennessee and Buffalo are the uh, <laughs> are the playoff teams, um, you know Tennessee really blew a shot here. They did. Um, they could have had control and pretty much guaranteed a, a, a spot in the playoffs. Well, that's two weeks in a row now, right? Uh, yeah. Aren't they eight and four? Yeah. So, yeah, back to back losses. It, uh, they might be bad teams in Arizona and San Francisco, but it's a West Coast road trip. It's always difficult. You're waking up three hours earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if they stayed on the West Coast in between. You know, uh, but yeah, uh, losing twelve to seven to Arizona and twenty five to twenty three to San Francisco. Um, they're home against the Rams and the Jaguars to close things out. So it does not look great for Tennessee. No, it's going to come down to they're going to have to beat the Jaguars to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the good news for them is that. Uh, the Bills finish out with the Patriots um, and a game against Miami. Uh, yeah, Miami played them tight. It was a 24-16 outcome, and it'll be in Miami next time. So there might be a little room for Tennessee to sneak in, but yeah, it, it does not look rosy. If I had to, uh, if I had to guess right now, I'd say Baltimore and Buffalo. 
as as the wild cards. That would be my choice too. Um, but we cannot count Buffalo out of completely blowing it. <laughs> yeah, they 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 do have a they do have a tendency to build things up. Um, over in the NFC, the Eagles have clinched a first round bye uh, in the NFC East, and the Minnesota Vikings clinched the NFC North. Uh, the Rams can clinch with another win. Uh, the Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. Uh, Saints and Panthers are ten and four. Uh, the Saints have they won both games two against head, yeah two Carolina. head to head against Carolina and lost one to Atlanta. Um, the uh, the Panthers beat Atlanta and have one more game uh, remaining. This, this like I said, this is messy. So if all three teams, if all three teams finish eleven and five. Which would require Atlanta's got to win out. Yeah, Atlanta to win out, and then against the, against both these teams. And then both of those teams, the Saints and the and the Panthers, would have to win their other game. Correct. Yeah, the Saints would have to beat Which, Tampa. Yeah, and the Panthers would also have to beat Tampa. So it is possible. So if all three teams finish eleven and five, Atlanta wins the division. New Orleans is the f- fifth seed. Carolina is the sixth seed. It is looking like these three teams are all going to be in the playoffs, regardless. Yes, uh, I mean a, a slip, a slip up or two by Atlanta could let in another team, but yeah, as of right now, they've already got the game on Detroit, Seattle, and Dallas. Right, and uh, they beat Dallas. If they right? if they win, if they win one more game, they're in. Right. So it it yeah, it does look as though it's set as these teams I, I don't envision anything else happening Seattle could get in uh, or Detroit but yeah they, well they beat Dallas and Seattle right. so and Detroit they've beaten all of these teams right uh, Carolina if they lose out would miss the playoffs but that would require them to lose to Tampa Bay which is highly unlikely I'm not saying it's impossible but it's highly unlikely um, same thing goes for the Saints if they lose out if any of these teams lose out, they're out of the playoffs. Um, to me, I think the most likely scenario, um, and I know this is kind of crazy when you think about that midseason slump. The most likely scenario for me is all three teams finishing eleven and five. You think so? I do. I do. Um, I mean, I, it, is, it is the Falcon. The Falcon Saints game is in New Orleans, so I know it's going to be tough for Atlanta. But just the way they've been playing lately, and New Orleans, they should have. I know they won thirty-one to nineteen yesterday. They should have handled the Jets a little bit better than they did. Yeah, it, it was, was late. It was late. Yes, that they scored the the touchdown yeah. to sort of seal it. Um, and then after know. they failed to recover an onside kick, right? So it could have gone the other way, right? Uh, and you know, after the after the <clears throat> beating they took by the Rams last week, I you know I think they're they're trending down. Um, I, I like Atlanta to win this to win this division, which is something I don't think I would have been saying. You know, three weeks ago, but uh, Detroit still has a chance. Seattle still has a chance. They need help. Dallas technically still has a chance. They need a lot of help. Yeah, they need a whole bunch of teams losing out. Yeah. Um, dog again upstairs. Um, on the on the flip side of things, as we said, uh, Cleveland closing in on two top five picks. Uh, right now, they are dead last in the league, followed by the Giants, the Colts, the Bears, the Texans, which would give Cleveland the second top five pick, the 49ers at six, Buccaneers at seven, Broncos at eight, Bengals at nine, Jets at ten. 
the real question is, can the Browns beat the Bears? I don't think so. You don't think so? Can the not. can the best Browns team beat the worst Bears team? Well, yes, but I don't think we saw the best Browns team last week against Green Bay, and they couldn't even pull that off. Maybe if they don't ruin it at the end of the game, you know. Yeah. Maybe no, Kaiser's learned from that poor decision. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. So you're saying they're going to get their one win this year against the Steelers? No, I don't think they're going to. Resting players? No, I don't think they're going to get a win. Pittsburgh has to keep playing the rest of the year. Pittsburgh can't. If if Jacksonville wins out, Pittsburgh can't lose another game, or they lose. Oh, that's home, true. Or they lose home field and the uh, you know or the the bye and and the home game in the second round. So they they cannot they cannot rest anybody against uh, Cleveland if Jacksonville wins this week. Um, which uh, looking ahead at this week's games, we are. Uh, on Saturday, we're looking at the Colts and Ravens. Uh, big game for the Ravens, as we said, they got to win out. Uh, the Vikings and Packers. Vikings looking to stay. A game that looked like it was going to be very important at yeah. the beginning of the season means almost nothing now. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, well, it does mean a lot for the Vikings. They want to stay up in that top, right. top two for the NFC and get that by the bye and the uh, home game. Uh, Sunday. Christmas Eve brings us the Browns, uh, probably best chance to win a game this year. Uh, the Lions on the road at the Bengals. Uh, big game for the Titans at home against the Rams. Uh, Titans are 5-1 and one at home, so uh, interesting to watch. Cooper Cup, 804 yards right now on the year. Uh, chance to go over 1,000 with 200-yard games in the last two weeks. Um, the Chiefs play host to the Dolphins, uh, looking to clinch their spot. Patriots looking to uh, deal a blow to the Bills. Uh, the Falcons and Saints in that huge game. Uh, the Chargers visit the Jets in what will probably end up being a meaningless game. Uh, a rematch of Super Bowl twenty-four, Broncos and Redskins. I think it's twenty-four. Something like that. <laughs> Some insignificant stat. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. I do want to know. Oh no, that was uh, sorry. That was the Broncos and Niners. You got three more chances. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that I mean that'll be a largely uh, meaningless game. Super Bowl twenty two. Uh, the Buccaneers try to upset the Panthers. The Jaguars face uh, a very a now very tough Forty ers team. Um, hey, if you're in San Francisco and you want to do something on Christmas Eve, thirty seven dollars to see the Jaguars and Jimmy Garoppolo. It's pretty good. Um, a do or die game. Uh, Seahawks Cowboys. The winner will be done. The loser will be done. Uh, the lo- sorry, the loser will be done. The winner will 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 be alive, but just just barely. Uh, a meaningless game between the Giants and Cardinals, and then a Monday doubleheader on Christmas Day: the Steelers at Texans and the Raiders at Eagles. Given the way the Texans looked on on Sunday, it's not that big a deal. No. Uh, worth noting, no Thursday night football this week because of the two Saturday games, and then in Week 17, no Thursday or Monday night football. So. They like to have things all figured out and give the give a team a rest if they yeah. need it. So, lo- looking ahead to, we- to week seventeen, any game is available for flex. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple candidates, and I want you to tell me which one you would choose: Panthers, Falcons, Jaguars, Titans. Actually, that's about it. You got two choices here: or Cowboys, Eagles. If the Cowboys still have a chance to make the playoffs. Panthers, Falcons. That's my thought, too. It's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the one with outright playoff implications. Yeah. 
going in, going into the year, I would have thought it was going to be Packers Lions for sure for for the second year in a row. But yeah. uh, I also thought there there could have been a case made. Well, before the whole Andrew Luck fiasco, I thought there could have been a case made for the Texans Colts game, but they have seven combined wins at this point. Yep. So. They. Uh, it's amazing what a quarterback can do for a team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you take Andrew Luck. He's a ten win quarterback. Well, now there's talk that he could need another surgery, and they're better off just drafting someone. So I said last week. <laughs> um, all right, onward to the NBA. Wee. Not, not a lot to touch on here. Uh, Kawhi Leonard did make his return for the Spurs, so uh, we're going to be looking for them to get uh, a little bit tougher here going forward. That first game back was messy. They uh, yeah. weren't quite gelled yet. But they uh, they did all right uh, last night against the Clippers. Yeah, uh, he played in the, in the first game back... Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, well, we'll go to last night. Uh, 16 minutes, 7 points on 3 of 7 shooting. Uh, the game against the Rockets uh, a couple nights ago, 17 minutes, 12 points, 5 of 9 shooting. Uh, 4 rebounds in each of those games. Um, it's, you know, it's going to be a little messy. Uh, the Yeah, his first game back... Uh, 16 minutes, 13 points on 6 of 12 shooting. Uh, they are they are 1-2 with him in the lineup this year. 2-2 uh, and two since since he returned. Um, they'll be better. They're, you know, yeah, they it, will be better. It's not... He uh, missed, you know, a quarter of the season. He's going to need a little bit of time to ease back into it. He's you know, he's only getting 16 minutes a game at this point. He should be getting, you know, 30, 32 minutes at at least. Right. So once he's full speed, things will be just right back to normal. Yeah. Uh, last night, he uh, the Celtics stole one from the Pacers. Uh, Terry Rozier, uh, a steal and dunk with 1.6 seconds left to give Boston the 112 to 111 win. That's right, the Pacers stealing defeat from the jaws of victory yes. once again. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Uh, check out the highlight if you haven't yet. It's, it's, it's uh, definitely worth it. Uh, Boston now 26-7 and seven on the year. Um, just uh, two games up on Cleveland. Uh, the Pacers 17-14. Uh, still doing it without, you know, after having lost uh, Paul George in the offseason. Uh, Rockets still cream of the crop, twenty-five and four. Golden State twenty-four and six. San Antonio twenty-one and ten. Uh, just three games behind that. Minnesota eighteen and thirteen. So look out for them. Hey, watch out though. The New York Knicks sixteen and fourteen. Yes, they are currently sitting in the eight seed, treading water. Yeah, they, um, they might make the playoffs. That'd be crazy. And promptly get crushed by Boston. Yup. Um, last night, the Los Angeles Lakers retired Kobe Bryant's numbers. He should have had to pick one. Yeah, 
And like, so they, uh, oh man, I gotta, I gotta find this quote. They, so yeah, they, they put both numbers up there. Um, Hey, you know, I don't. What, what do you remember him as? Twenty-four or or eight? Well, he was twenty-four for so much longer of, of the time that I paid attention to basketball. Right. But when I really first started watching basketball, you know, even the tiniest bit, he was number eight. So I don't know. I I think I think he probably should. The statue should have 24 on it, but I'd like to see 8 on it. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not able to find this story now. You lost your story. I, I lost my story. And we can't do the normal thing where we just don't talk while we're looking something up because there's so much noise going on that it won't cut. Well, uh... What was the story about? Paraphrase. It was, it was he he was picking he was asked to pick between eight and twenty four, and okay no I I do recall the quote now it was uh, he said uh, eight eight will have something twenty four will never ever 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 have the ability to grow hair. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> He did say he did say uh, tw- twenty four was tougher when he when he, when he wore twenty four uh, he had a tougher time you know and, and that is true he didn't have Shaq yeah at that point he had Pau Gasol would you know gave him a lot but didn't give him what Shaq gave um, so he he didn't have that Shaq foo with him yep but yeah he he chose twenty four because it was the tougher road and I, I I admire that I really do um, you know say say what you will about him as a person and you may not like his style of play but he was one of the fiercest competitors we've ever seen yeah uh, right up there right up there with with Jordan and and LeBron as as some of the greatest competitors in the NBA I don't I don't think he's on that same uh, same step as them as far as greatest all-time player goes so you do uh, put LeBron above Kobe oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh, LeBron yeah, he did have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Yeah, he did have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. But by and large, those titles were won by LeBron. Three of Kobe's were won by Shaq. Well, yeah. So I just I don't think uh, yeah, I, I, and I, I don't think it's close. I I don't think I'll ever forget watching Kobe's last game though, where they let they just let him shoot. Yeah, uh, yeah, they had nothing to lose at that point. Um, I was flipping back and forth between that and the uh, Golden State game. Oh yeah, the quest that, for seventy three. Yeah, yeah. I actually um, I gave up on that to be honest because it was it, a foregone conclusion at, at at the end of the first half. So yeah, it's still it's still fun to watch, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I gave up and yeah, I was I was watching Kobe the whole time and yeah, it, it, it was amazing. Um, but like I said, I, I I don't put him on that same level as the other two. Uh, I was probably the best shooter out of the three. You think so? Yeah, I I I think he he was the uh, the better shooter. He's clearly the better shooter than than LeBron. LeBron has a lot more going on the defensive side that that puts him up there as as greatest. Um, 
but yeah, I think he was also better than Jordan at, at shooting. Yeah. I don't know if the numbers bear that out, but the eye test sa- said to me. I don't know. I, I, I think I'd take Jordan in that, but yeah, one man's opinion. Um, he is one that I, I am sorry I never saw him play live. I've, I've seen I've seen LeBron. I've seen uh, Russell Westbrook. I've seen Tim Duncan. I've seen uh, I've seen Dirk. Uh, didn't see Jordan because he retired well before I started going to uh, sporting events live. Because uh, that's just something we didn't do when we were younger. Um, well, really, we didn't have things like StubHub to get three dollar tickets. That's true. Yeah, I, I think Kobe is one of the one of the bigger ones that I that I do regret not being able to see. Yeah. Um, uh, moving on to the NHL. The NHL, you say? Uh, that is what I say. A lot of other people say it, too. It's a very common thing to say. The French say, Ligue de National Hockey, or something. True. They do say that, or something. Um, you, uh, did you do any power rankings this week, or are we just going to wing it? Oh, let's just wing it. Oh, man. All right, why don't you go ahead and... Uh, Kick things off at number ten. Number ten. All right. Uh, 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 Montreal. Really? Why not? They are below NHL 500, but the way Carey Price has played since he's come back says to me that they want to take that next step. You know? Yeah. They are six, three, and one in their last ten. They they do want to be better. They they did they had that sort of embarrassing outdoor loss. They got shut out by the Senators three to nothing. But they're looking to take that next step. Yeah, they are uh, they're led in points by uh, Philip Denault and uh, Brendan Gallagher with nineteen apiece. Um, and like you said, they got uh, got their goalie back. Carey Price is back, so they 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 no longer have to worry about. Uh, Back, you know, like back to form, and yeah, yeah, uh, they no longer have to worry about anti Niemi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still bitter. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets. They've Ooh. they've fallen off. They were number one just two short weeks ago. They yeah. really have. Uh, four, four, and two in their last ten. You know, and they're. I think you had them a little too high, to be honest. The way they were playing at that point, they were the best team in the league. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're my number nine. There, they're a very good team, and you know they deserve to be higher on the list. But after the past two weeks, they they had a, they had a bad stretch, and my power rankings have always been different than yours. Right, uh, Hellebuck, uh, his goals against is up to two four five. So uh, it's been a big part of the problem right there. And he was a big part of the reason they were doing so well. Right. Yeah. So once he once he cooled off, they cooled off as well. Um, so I will point out, I said that the leading scorers for Montreal had 19 points apiece. Yeah. 39 points for Blake Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. For um, Winnipeg. <laughs> well, that's Montreal has had trouble scoring. Right, right. So. Number eight. Number eight, I've got uh, the Boston Bruins. Man, you were all over the place. Pretty much the rest of it is going to be teams in, in playoff positions. Right. Uh, like Montreal, 6-3-1 and one in their last ten. But they last night they beat Columbus 7-2. to two. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they certainly did. Uh, they got uh, David Pasternak with 15 goals, Brad Marchand with uh, 14, uh, leading the way for them. Uh, I, I like the things that they can do. They're not really consistent all the time, but they do the right things. They 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 score the right goals. You know, it's not always got to be the pretty one. Right. Number seven. Yes, number seven. The uh, New Jersey Devils. Homer. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> 
five, four, and one in their last ten. Uh, cooled uh, off a little bit. They've scored five goals in each of their last three home games, which is we're still talking about this team through the lens of last year's Devils team. Well, until the playoffs come, they're still in the middle of rebuilding. Right. And that, that's how that's how it works. I mean, they're on top of the Metropolitan, and I can't put them any higher than number seven. Right. And even that, I think I stretched a little bit. Right. Um, they're, be, they're being led by uh, some amazing rookies. Uh, Taylor Hall is at the top of the heap for them. Uh, 20 assists, 31 points total. But Jesper Bratt, Will Butcher, uh, and uh, Nico Heischer uh, all have at least 20 points. Um Butcher with 19 assists. Brat had a heck of a snipe last night. It was a, uh, it was one of those shots that you don't expect to come when it does. Yeah, um, they're they're doing all this with some kind of subpar goaltending. Kincaid has a 3.48 goals against. Schneider has a 2.6, which is well. In all fairness, they are giving up like 80 shots a game. Right. Right. Uh, so it's just, you know, a little uncharacteristic for Schneider. Uh, Kincaid, I don't know enough about him to know if uh, that's in line with his career. That's It's a little but, high um, for him. You know, they're, they're, well, then they're, you know, they're both a little over as far as that goes. Yeah. So, But the the save percent is really what you need to look at for a, for a team that gives up so many shots. Yeah. And I think they're both doing pretty well there. Uh, number six. Number six. Uh, let's move it down and uh, talk about St. Louis. The Blues are on, on here at number six. Second place in the Central Division. They, uh, I mean, they're doing all this with the injuries. They've been up and down a little bit, um, but it really, nothing seems to phase them. Yeah, well, uh, the the production they're getting out of their big three, Braden Shen, Vladimir Tarasenko, and Jaden Schwartz, all three at least 14 goals, all three at least 20 assists. Uh, Shen has 38 points. Tarasenko and Schwartz each have 35. And uh, Paul Statsny and Alex Petrangelo also each contributing 23 points apiece. Uh, both both with seven goals and 16 assists. So, I mean, they, they've got a great core that's doing a good deal of scoring for them. Um, and the uh, the 1.63 goals against from their backup uh, Carter Hutton is not uh, yeah <laughs> not a bad deal either. Yeah, that's that's not hurting the cause. Yeah, Jake Allen with a 2.59. He's uh, 17 and nine on the year. Uh, 17 nine and uh, two on the year. Um, so uh, yeah, they they're in my opinion they are the most complete team in the NHL this year. That that's how I feel about them. Yeah. Um, they're, like I said, they're getting it from five different places on a regular basis. They're, they're, they've got one, two, three, three more players with at least 15 points, you know, and another four with at least 10. So they're, they are getting it from all over, uh, which is good to see for a team like St. Louis, who has had some injury problems, uh, on, on a couple of their lower lines. So, yeah. And, you know, once they've weathered that storm, once they get their players back and healthy, I shudder to think about what this team could be. Right. Number five. Number five, we're going to go with the uh, Washington Capitals. Eight and two over the last ten. Yep. They're, uh, I mean, same story every year from the Capitals. Ovechkin, Ovechkin, Ovechkin. Kucherov this year, too. Who? Kuznetsov? Kuznetsov, yes, sorry. (laughs) I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, we're talking about Washington, not Tampa. Yes, we'll Uh, get to them. Yes, 
Uh, Ovechkin with 37 points, 23 goals on the year. Uh, Kuznetsov just a point behind at 36. Uh, also production from Backstrom and Carlson with 27 and 25. And TJ Oshie uh, with 23. Um, and they're, uh, they're in second place in the Metro by virtue of having played one more game than the Devils. Right. Yeah, same, same number of points. Uh, Devils have the game in hand. Uh, yeah, they're going to be there at the end of the year. They're going to, you know, they, they, I know they are seven points back right now, and Tampa has two games in hand. But Washington is going to be at the top of this conference at the end. Maybe, you know, maybe not the very top, but they're going to be up there, and yeah. they will be a force that Tampa will have to reckon with by the end of the year. Yeah. So, Assuming that Washington doesn't see another team in the playoffs before they see Tampa. <laughs> Just depends on what that team is. I mean... Um, as long as it's not Pittsburgh, they might be all right. Uh, <laughs> number four. Number four, the uh, the Nashville Predators leading the Central Division. Yes, 7-1-2 and two in their last ten. Three-game winning streak. Yep. <clears throat> They're playing lights out since the addition of Kyle Turris. Yes, yes. Turris has been downright amazing for them. Um, I think they were the biggest winners in the trade. Oh, Definitely. Uh, you know him, him with Forsberg and and uh, Arvidsson. It, that's 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 one of the best lines you can make. Yeah, uh, abs- you know, absolutely loving watching those guys play. Um, and it's it's gonna it's gonna be nice for Kyle Turris to sort of finally get some recognition. You know, I don't know how this is possible, but in a bigger market than than he was with a Canadian team. Right. Right. Uh, a lot of their success, though, too. Uh, Pekka Rinne, uh, eighteen and four on the year, two point two five goals against. Yeah, well, he continues to be one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's kind of getting up there in age. Yeah, I, I always enjoy watching him play. Uh, good to see Nashville back up after that after that heartbreaking loss in the finals last year. Uh, no, no hangover for them. So yeah, it's good to see. Number three. Number three, uh, Los Angeles, the Kings. They're 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 playing some of the best hockey in the league right now, and they're just I don't know it. It's the same guys that it's always been. Yeah, it's Kopitar, Brown, Doty. It's it's all the same guys. They're not being really flashy about it. No, no. Uh, but it's also Jonathan Quick, two point two eight goals against, uh, and Darcy Kemper as their backup this year, five five zero and three. With a two point one one goals against average, yeah, as their backup, it's it's almost scarier to see him right between the pipes this season. Yeah, that's uh, and you know, unfortunately for for people in our in, in our area, uh, seeing Kings games is very difficult. Yeah, unless you want to stay up until ten p.m. to see the start of the game. Right. Yeah, I I just I have a hard time staying up that late sometimes to watch my own team, let alone. Uh, <laughs> Watching a team that I I do actually despise from the old days in yeah. the, in the Pacific. Um, Hell, I I think I have more reason to despise than you. Well, you know. yeah. Although they did come back and, and beat the Rangers in the Cup, so That's that true. that alleviated some of it. They, they became your heroes after that. So, all right, and we are now at the uh, at the top spot. No, we're at number or two. Number two. Sorry, we are now at number two. The Vegas Golden Knights. Golden Knights, you say? Yeah, they never con- heard of them. They continue <laughs> to impress. Never heard of them. They 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 got where they are right now with backup goalie after backup goalie. Yeah, so the the three goal they have three goalies on their active roster right now. Smart move. Yes, Oscar Dansk, uh, three and zero, one point seven eight save percentage or uh, goals against average, uh, nine forty six save percentage. 
Uh, he leads the way in, in both of those categories. Mark Andre Fleury, four one and one, two point one three against, nine thirty four save percentage, and uh, Malcolm Subban, eight and two, two point three and a nine twenty two. Yeah, uh, Malcolm Subban may have taken the starting job away from Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, that's I mean, it's it's solid across the board for all three. And, I mean, this is after Fleury missed, what, 25 games with a concussion? Yeah. And Subban was out for an extended period. Fleury was back <coughs> in time to play Pittsburgh. Yes. And that was, it, was a very, it was a very special game for him and for a lot of those fans. I, I am friends with a, with a, a great number of, of Penguins fans, and there are some who were actually rooting for Vegas. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'd ever feel that way, you know. I'm never going to root against my team. Well, I mean, regardless. Not, not necessarily I, like, like in that, but but they not necessarily like in that game, but like they, over they, the season. Yes, they they were. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they were rooting for Vegas. This, you know, this whole time, and if, and if they, you're a fan of any team outside of the Pacific, you should be rooting for Vegas, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, no, a, a lot of them were rooting for Vegas. Uh, you know, throughout, throughout the course of the year, and so that that was a very difficult game for them. For a lot of them, you know, I'm, yeah, you saw. Um, Flurry and and uh, Murray exchange, exchanging pleasantries. Yeah. They they, uh, they became really good friends. You they, know. Yeah, they did. It was that was a really nice moment. Um, and and the fact that Flurry got the win, I, I I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I I've always liked Flurry, and I always thought he got a bad rap in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I've said that for years. Um, and it's but it is funny. Uh, the, the 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 people that I know they they were Flurry fans. They they loved him. They didn't want to see him go. Right. But by and large, Penguins fans, uh, they ran him out of town. Yeah. They they were they were terrible to him for for long stretches. But when he came back, they were all open arms and hey, welcome back and hey, you led us to two straight Stanley Cups. Thank you. Maybe it's got something to do with the fact that they're not doing that great this year. <laughs> But no, I, I I'm very pleased with the way uh, the Golden Knights have played this year. Uh, happy to see a team yeah. uh, doing that well right out of the gate. So that does bring us to number one. Can you guess? I mean, it shouldn't be difficult. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh! I know, I know, I know, I know. It's the Coyotes, right? You got it. Yeah. No, it's it's uh it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes. Far and away the best team in the league right now. I mean. Th- I just if you vote in the all star uh, in the all star voting, I'm gonna give you a few names that have to be on your ballot: Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Vladislav, and I always butcher this: Nemesnikov, 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 Andre Vasilevsky, Tyler Johnson, Victor Hedman. Yes, Vasilevsky. Um, So the uh, the Atlantic Division is just going to be the Tampa Bay division in in the All Star game. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you vote, you you cannot have a ballot without. They're on a seven game winning streak. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unreal the things they've done this year. Uh, They're the only team uh, to reach 50 points this year. They're four points up on Nashville, St. Louis, and L.A. They're the only team right now with fewer than 10 total losses. Yeah, yeah, 24 six and two on the year. Um, it's just, it is incredible what they have done. Uh, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I, they, they've, they've always kind of been my East Coast team. Like, I, I've rooted for Pittsburgh with my Pittsburgh fan friends. Yeah. You know, when, when they've made it, when they've done well, and with my, my son. My oldest son is, is a Penguins fan as well. And, I got uh, no idea how that happened. Yeah. So he likes Sidney Crosby. 
but uh, you know, so I, I've always kind of rooted with Pittsburgh, uh, you know, with, with them, and especially with my son. But I've always loved to see Tampa Bay do well. Yeah, I, I sort of used to feel for them being being the small market, you know. Uh, but ever since they won that Stanley Cup, they've gotten huge attention. They've got you know, you know, Stamkos is always a, a big guy, you know, getting in the news for being so great. Yeah. And so I don't really feel for them so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it, it is good to see. I mean, guys like Kucherov and, and Stamkos. It, yeah. I do and well, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to see hockey succeed in a non-hockey area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, they do have some great, great fans down they there. They sell out constantly. Yeah. Got one more bit of uh, hockey talk. Have at it. Um, last night, the Anaheim Ducks uh, visited New Jersey. It was Adam Henrique's first game back since the trade. First game against his former team. Uh, the Devils played a, a nice video for him during a break in the first period. Then he promptly comes out and gets a goal and an assist. And it was uh, a beautiful goal. He flipped the puck over the defender's head, powered in past the defender, uh, went backhand. It was skating backwards across the goal mouth when he fired it in. Uh, fortunately for me and unfortunately for him, the Devils managed to come back and win 5-3. to three. Um, But it was uh, an unforgettable night for him. And, uh, you know, I hope when his contract is up, he uh, realizes that he belongs in New Jersey. Yeah. Because he was the heart and soul of that team through some pretty bad years. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good moment for him. Uh, you know, fortunate for him, he couldn't come out with the win. But. Right. Uh, so, on to uh, under the uh, MLB off season. Do we got some stuff? I got some stuff we do. I we want got, to talk about. We got tons of stuff. I got some stuff I want to talk about. Um, well, uh, I'm going to go into some of the moves that have been made, and then uh, if you want to talk about the Marlins? Is that what you want to talk about? No. No? No. All right, because I want to talk about the Marlins. All right. All right. So, uh, Mitch Moreland is re-signed with the Red Sox. Uh, Steve Chizik uh, signed a contract with the Cubs, a two-year deal. Cody Ashey leaves the White Sox for the Royals on a minor league contract. Zach Cozart. Uh, has signed a three-year deal with the Angels. Uh, Pat Neshek has left the Rockies uh, for the Phillies on a two-year deal. Fernando Rodney has joined the Twins on a one-year deal with a club option. You got to figure they'll pick that up. I would think so. Uh, this one a little bit disappointing for me. Hector Rondon has left the Cubs and is now a member of the uh, world champion Houston Astros. Um Brian Shaw has signed with the Rockies, leaving the Indians. Uh, Ian Kinsler traded from the Tigers to the Angels uh, for a couple minor leaguers. Uh, Michael Pineda leaves the Yankees for the Twins. 
Joe Smith also joining the Astros. They're revamping that bullpen hard after uh, after the issue issues they had in uh, in the postseason. Um, the uh, Padres acquired Chase Headley for uh, Brian Mitchell and uh, Cash. Uh, the Cubs uh, kind of replacing uh, Rondon, uh, picking up Brandon Morrow. Hoping to replace. Deal. I don't. I don't think uh, Morrow's as good. No. As Rondon. Uh, Drew Smiley also signed uh, with the Cubs, uh, coming off surgery. Um, <clears throat> may not see him till the second half of the year. Um, I mean, that they, they, a lot of their signings, they were just adding depth. Right. Right. Uh, Starling Castro, we discussed before, traded to uh, to the Marlins from the Yankees in that Stanton deal. Has he been traded again yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, Chris Iannetta leaves the uh, D-backs for the rival Rockies on a two-year deal. Tyler Chatwood leaves the Rockies for the Cubs. Uh, D. Gordon traded from the Marlins to uh, the Mariners. Um if I'm missing something on this list, uh, didn't the uh, who's the outfielder that the Marlins traded? Uh, I don't know. I do not recall. The uh, oh yes, the the they they traded uh, Marcel Azuna to the Cardinals. So that leads me into uh, what I wanted to talk about with them. Um, a couple of players who are left: Kristen Yelich and JT Realmuto. Uh, both voicing a desire to be traders as well because nobody wants to be on a sinking ship. Right. And uh, the Marlins are definitely a sinking ship. That led yeah. to this statement from Michael Hill. Quote, We used the last couple of weeks continuing to lay the foundation for building a first-class winning organization. Should we feel like we need to make a trade involving any of our under-contract controllable players, we will be the ones who initiate that conversation and always do what's best for the organization, end quote. I sense a couple of player holdouts coming. Uh, well, I mean, in baseball that doesn't really happen because you're stuck with your entry deal. Yeah, what, but I, what I see coming... I would refuse to play for them. Yeah. Well, they'll just send you down to the minors and you'll rot. But uh, a couple of problems I have with this. Um, I need to know where the moves were that are, quote, continuing to lay the foundation for building a first-class winning organization, end quote. Um, I don't see that, especially when you're going to flip the one actual asset in Starlin Castro that you got for Stanton. No, you see, the foundation here is they are going to take all the season tickets that get torn up and thrown away they're going to mix that into a slurry uh. mix it with some uh, some granite and, and, and things and that's what they're going to make the foundation out of gotcha so because i mean th- these moves they're making the guys are getting back these are not these are not moves that the cubs made and, and you know these are not moves to get an anthony rizzo these are not moves to get a uh, they can't to, afford an Anthony Rizzo to get to get a uh, Addison Russell. Um, they can't even afford a Rizzo the Rat from the Muppets. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, and these these are not these are not White Sox moves. You know, these are not getting 
Elo Jimenez. It's it's not getting uh, Dylan Cease or you know they're they're not bringing in these names that that the two Chicago clubs have in in their trades. You're giving up a lot. You gotta have something coming back to 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 put on the field next year. Yeah. Um, to, to 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 actually build towards something like the Cubs and now the White Sox have. Maybe they've got faith in their minor league teams that they can come up and fill nine positions from the start of the season and contend with that. But that's unrealistic even for the best farm systems. Well, I believe the Emperor put it best when he said your overconfidence is your, or your, friend, your faith in your friends is your weakness. And their faith in their farm system is their weakness. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the Marlins are going to struggle to win ten. I'm going to say thirty, but we'll see. All right. So you have a baseball thing. Yeah. Um. I want to talk about the trade between the Braves and the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. The Dodgers sent Brandon McCarthy, Scott Kazmaier, Scott Kazmaier, Charlie Culberson, Adrian Gonzalez, and cash considerations to the Braves for Matt Kemp. Yes. The Braves released Adrian Gonzalez. Correct. The Dodgers are going to release Matt Kemp. Correct. That's shitty. Salary dump. I know, but that is terrible to these two players to be shipped across the country and then thrown out. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Kemp can still contribute, and he will contribute somewhere. It's just not going to be in L.A. Um. I, you don't, you don't, I, I, I know it's a business, but that's just bad. This borderline evil yep 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 i i agree but you know like we said it's it's uh it's it's just a dump why why each team couldn't just release their own guys i i don't understand yeah um i mean i i I get the the braves are getting a bunch of good pieces if they don't you know release the rest of them yeah and they're gonna get a bag with a dollar sign on it of course that's how money came I really do think that's that's what it is. They they didn't care about any of the players that they got. They just wanted that bucket o money, and and the Dodgers didn't care a thing about any of it except for getting under the luxury tax. Yeah, it just it I I'm not happy about that situation, and I tried to clear as many swear words out of that as I could. Oh, you did a good job. You did a good job. All right. Well, I believe that is uh, all the time we have for today. Uh, I mean, technically, we've got a few more hours that we could do, but well, you know, I, we've I, we've run out of things to talk about. I do not have have a lot going on uh, in the way of free time. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, uh, it, we know there were some bowl games, and we didn't really talk about them, but it's because we didn't watch them, and they were lesser bowl games, and no one cares about. Them. Uh, I know Troy beat the crap out of North Texas. I don't know, maybe. We'll get into we got some bigger game bowl games coming up this weekend. Uh, we'll get into those on next Tuesday's show. So uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk sports at you next week.